What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, I'm Bob Landum. I serve New Vision as missions pastor, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be a part of this Raised to Life podcast. I came to Christ at a Campus Crusade Bible study. It's called Crew now on Thursday night, August 16th, 1979. I grew up in the South, 40 miles south of Atlanta, a little town called Griffin, and uh, churches on every corner. All of my friends went to church. And when I was nine years old, my mom uh, was pretty well convinced that it was time for me to, quote, join the church. And so that's what I did. That's what most nine-year-old little boys did uh, in my church. You walk the aisle and you shake the preacher's hand. Uh, He talks to you for a little while. And then you sit down on the front pew and a a sweet little lady uh, filled out a, a piece of paper for me. And a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, Uh, I was baptized, and I had no clue what it meant (laughs) to have a personal relationship with Christ, which was, you know, that's kind of okay for a nine-year-old. It's not like you're going to get into a whole lot of trouble. Uh, It looked okay. You know, I did all the things that nine-year-old little boys do at church until I became uh, a teenager, until I started hanging out with kids older than myself and... uh, and discovered that I, too, had an opportunity to uh, influence others. And uh, it led to, started about seven years of just uh, complete rebellion. Uh, you know, all the things you know, that, that, are, uh, that that goes into that you can pretty well imagine, and some maybe that you don't. Uh, and, and then sometimes I dressed up pretty good. I, I was an athlete. I did okay in school. Uh, so, you know, it was uh, it, it ran the gamut of, um, you know, visible rebellion and all the things that go with that uh, to, uh, again, dressing up pretty good and, and looking all right. But again, so, so far from the Lord, so wrapped up in myself, uh, insecurities and fears and wanting to prove myself uh, worthy and, and that I was that I was top dog and all the things of, that go with that, trying to figure out what it is to be. Um, strong and alive and, and uh, you know, movers and shakers uh, in, in that part of the world. It was pretty pathetic, actually, when I look back on it. Between my junior, well, in, my, in, the, in the spring of my junior year uh, at, at college, God began to put in my path uh, believers, Christ followers, who didn't just go to church. And I'm not sure that I'd ever seen this before. I always thought of Christians as being kind of weird, kind of uptight, um, kind of just, you know, too good for everybody else kind of people. And the Lord started putting in my path people that connected with me at, in the places that I thought were, that were, you know, pretty neat. Uh, rock climbers and whitewater paddlers and guys in the weight room. And, you know, he just started putting people there. Now, that's not, that's, all those things are not that important from a kingdom perspective, but that's how uh, God reached out to me. That's what he used. Or those are the people that he used. 
And it seemed like every time I turned around, there was another uh, Christ follower, another person with a genuine relationship with the Lord that just did not fit the mold of what it was to be, you know, uh, my idea of a Bible banger. <laughs> um, and one of those was uh, a really, really uh, cute girl uh, named Cindy Norwood. And man, she kind of rocked my world as well. So all these people were in my in my path um, that were that were living a life that not only was still a whole lot of fun uh, doing things that I really really enjoyed, but also there was this depth of relationship. I could see two believers, two Christians who had never met one another meet on the trail or on the river, or in the weight room in the hall at school. Uh, two believers who who love the Lord meet and have a instantly have a more genuine relationship than I had with my three roommates after living together for three years. You know, we were just into ourselves and, you know, kind of doing things together, but we, it was all pretty surface, pretty surface. And so a friend of mine invited me to uh, this Bible study um, to hear the music. I wasn't going to stay for the Bible study, but I was willing to come and listen to the music. And it was not the kind of music that I thought, you know, Christians listened to. That's just how far out of it I was. And I, uh, so I went, and that was kind of neat. And uh, they invited me to come back uh, the next week. And I stayed for the Bible study portion. And to this day, I have no idea what the study was on. Um, something in the Bible, right? But at the end of, of the study, uh, the, the leader, his name was uh, Rat Riley, led the Bible study. He offered a gospel invitation and explained the gospel to me. And it was on that Thursday night uh, that I asked the Lord to forgive me of my sin, uh, to, to become the Lord of my life and to, uh, to walk with me for the rest of my life. And he has. Uh, that was the beginning. Uh, the next day, I, you know, I told this friend of mine what had happened, and um, I, was, I was so totally jazzed by it all. I was so uh, overcome by it all. He said, that is so awesome. And, and he let me borrow his Bible. I, had, I didn't know what that meant. I just, you know, okay, this is one of his books, and he's going to let me read it. I really didn't fully appreciate what he was doing. He let me borrow his Bible. And he said, you know, read John. Start reading a John. And, uh, and I did. Um, and, you know, of course, growing up in the South, you see John 3.16, you know, it's painted on barns, it's on bumper stickers, you know, people have his bookmarks and all the things, John 3.16. But it's John 3.17 that really helped me understand. God, when Jesus told Nicodemus, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. That was that was brand new to me. I, you know, I always thought that God was uh, really angry, and He was looking down at people, waiting to uh, squish them like a grape, to send a lightning bolt down and get rid of all these evil people, just save all the world for the good people. And when I saw that, when I read that, did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world. I had always felt condemned. I had always felt like I didn't measure up. I had always felt like I was something less than. No matter what I did, uh, no matter what kind of awards or you know, athletic accomplishments or any of that kind of stuff, I never quite felt like I measured up. And uh, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world. 
that started the journey that Thursday night. Um, and that's been, a, that's been a while ago now. Um, I married that uh, Cindy Norwood gal from Fayetteville, Tennessee, uh, 40, almost 42 years ago. And we have uh, together uh, you know, served the Lord, had the privilege of serving him these 40 plus years, um, raised three kids, really neat adults, um, and now three grandkids. And to this day, or on these, you know, today, um, I've, uh, the Lord has continued um, to help me with decisions and with fears and with concerns and to find resilience, um, not always um, making best choices, but there have been some really, really hard days um, through these years, um, you know, days of loss and uncertainty, days of great fear and, and um, you know, shame, days uh, that needed to that needed his light, uh, to use a cliche, uh, days that uh, desperately, desperately hung on to, to him, uh, days of just uh, the only prayer I could say was Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Um, and he has been there and continues to be there. And when we talk about race to walk in newness of life, that, that's really true. That's what he brings. Forgiveness and newness of life. Thanks for the opportunity to share with you. Blessings to you this season. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.